rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What the hell is up? Sorry, guys, I haven't been able to do a show this week. Thank you for hanging out. This is Tara Devlin, unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, and thank you very much, everybody. We meet here. Uh, this is our regular show time at Friday, Friday nights around 8.30-ish. I am late again. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, meet us at the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tarabuster. I see the chat room filling up. Nice to see you guys. I'm very sorry I wasn't able to do a show this week, but we... Robin and I did, we did have the opportunity to fill in for the great Mike Malloy. So that was part of the reason I wasn't able to, I just didn't have enough hours in the day. So um, if you were missing this show, you can hear Mike Mal on the Mike Malloy show. So tonight, yesterday, and mo and maybe Monday, most likely. We'll see. So, there you go, there you go. Let me see, what was I saying? Thank you, I'm reading your chats. You're very nice. It's nice to see everybody. Um, before we begin, let's let, uh, you know, do, the, let's do the same old friggin' plugs. Please become a patron. I'm sick of saying it, but whatever. I'm, only, I'm not that sick of it. It is what it is. I gotta say it. I have to do a lot of things, like turn on the memberships for this channel that might help you know i it's a lot of shit i gotta do i just have to do it i have so many things to, you know i got so many things to do i don't have enough time and i, I don't know well it's not just a matter of turning it on i have to make emojis and things like that and membership tiers i i need a i need help I need a real producer. That's not a cat. But, okay, whatever. I'm done complaining. Um, yeah, speaking of the cat, our little boo-boo rescue cat went home, went to his forever home yesterday. So he's doing great. And they love him very much. I did. I was, I was a little emotional when he left. I must admit he was in very serious condition when... I found him. Uh, he was starving. And as the vet said, his organs were almost shutting down. So we got him in the nick of time. And he made an incredibly fast and uh, impressive recovery. So he's he's a beautiful little creature, and he will have a happy life. And whoever did that to him should be I don't know, legally and peacefully marched somewhere into the woods and left there to fend for themselves like they did to little boo-boo, right? So, okay, what else? Yeah, I see you on Haiku, on Fiverr. I've been looking. Here's the thing. I need to make shorts, too, of the videos. That actually helps. And that's another thing I have to do. And I went on Fiverr looking for people to do it. It's not that easy because I, I really want somebody. You know what I would love? This is my, I'm just dreaming out loud right now. If I could get 
somebody, if you know anybody, actually send them my way or recommend, recommend them. I would like to, I could hire somebody a little bit, you know, with your patronage help and whatnot. And Charlie will be, hey, 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 wait, before I continue, I just have to say thank you, Charlie, for your everything, for helping out with the community cats. I receive your your donations to the community cats and Charlie hosts this show on his independent media outlet, APS radio news. I'm a part of his roster of, uh, of independent voices. So thank you so much, Charlie, for all your support. It's, it's, you know, I can't do it without you really. So, and your kind heart to think of Boudicca and the rest of the, the, you know, the, the animals that people pass by every single day and they don't give them a second look like boo boo who you know i can't i don't want to get bitter about it <laughs> i don't know is that the right word but i think about all the people that walked by boo boo and left him in that condition how could you do that you know he didn't get that way overnight who has boo boo now a family a, a young girl who um, is, well, a college-age young woman who lives with her, her parents uh, and is going to college. She is in, in college age and going to college. She adopted him. And, but they were, they were very thoroughly vetted, and she loves him very much. And, you know, they live in a nice you know, they'll have a nice, he'll have a nice life. He has a nice house, you know, they're good. They, they're animal people. I think he's an only cat, though, and that's fine. He'll be doted on, and they're very happy with him. And, of course, how could you not be? He's a, he's a wonderful, beautiful soul, very sweet. And, okay, what was I saying? Yeah, so, well, oh, well, my dream would be, if you can find somebody, if you know somebody or know a link or something, for somebody to to do the shorts, but not just do do them, but pick them out, you know, pick the clips. I That's the problem, too. I don't have the damn time to sit and go through the clips. And I'm even if there's, like, an AI that does that, I was looking at that. Are there AI things that that help? I'm sure there are. Anyway, all right. Enough with the technical. I see the time is ticking down. We have to get to, uh, we have a tight schedule on Fridays. So, yes, a beautiful soul. Boo Boo, the beautiful soul, unlike Jim Jordan. That's a great segue. Thank you, Jim, on the chat. And thank you for your super chat. As always, Jim, what a great way to start the show. And yes, what a hard, what a, what a shit show. What a clown show. We're running out of adjectives. We're running out of descriptors for these people. But this is a feature, not a bug of the Republican Party. We've been saying it for years. They don't want to govern. They lack the fundamental maturity to govern. And in fact, there's a, there is some bipartisan agreement on that now, uh, which I was pleasantly surprised to, to, to see that there actually are, on, on the corporate media, there were some Republicans, some pundits, 
saying this, speaking it out loud, as we know that, yeah, Republican, they, they, they are not a majority party. They shouldn't be in the majority. And I, in fact, you know, speaking of Mike Malloy, I remember him saying that years ago, too, when I was simply a, a listener before I even uh, knew him. It was, you know, he's 100 percent. I mean, we're talking about we're going back down to back to the Bush administration. And I remember Mike saying that, that they are not meant to be in the majority. In fact, that's not, and that, that is conservatism in a nutshell. And we've talked about it on the show many times. Show me a conservative government that, it, that where people are happy and it's, uh, you know, it works for more than just those at the top. Show me a conservative government. Is there, are there any? I, I certainly know, have many, in, we know, um, not many, but there are a few instances or examples of, of um, ideologues, like libertarian ideologues, trying to, in, well, inflicting their manias on society or on a corporation. For example, Sears. Now that I'm thinking about this, I don't. Do you guys know that story about how Sears? Remember Sears? You know the department store was. Yeah, it was famous. Sears Roebuck. It, it wasn't. Oh, that's Macy's. I was going to say that was in a. Oh well, that was in the movie. It's a Wonderful Life or something like. That. No, no, no. You know the one when they go down Fifth Avenue at the end and little Natalie Wood. Is sitting on Santa's lap. What the hell movie is that? Maybe is that a? I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Somebody will tell me. Uh, it's a. It's an oldie. But they, you know, Sears, Sears, and um, there was, yeah, it's in the American lexicon as a, an American staple at one time. Not anymore, of course, because it was ruined by Republicans. Uh, a libertarian ideologue ruined Sears. And whenever you have a libertarian, and this is what they do. It's not just libertarians, but like conservatism in a nutshell. Libertarians are just some extreme form of it. But they, it, it's like the, yeah, it's like Bush inflict, um, fixing the facts around the policy. That's what they do. F inflict their manias on on the world and it shouldn't be that way hold on hold on they inflict their manias on the world and expect it to work which is why whenever they get in power they wreck everything they ruin everything they they touch it's not just trump you know that's the 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 book that was written by rick uh, somebody you know, one of these right wingers who one of the republicans who who uh, turned halfway normal, and he's always on Morning Joe, and he wrote a book, Everything Trump Touches Dies. That's not just Trump. Uh, that's everything that the, everything conservatism touches dies. Prove me wrong. You know, what, what is, that's why conservatism is meant to be in the minority. Human beings, are we conservative? What is conservatism? Human beings are constantly evolving. I guess conservatism, as William F. Buckley describes it, is 
Conservatism stands athwart history yelling stop. Okay, they're, they're, they're supposed to... Oh, yes, Miracle on 34th Street. Thank you, guys, on the chat. And they mentioned Sears in there, right? Does Macy's tell Gimbals? My father always used to say that to me when I, was, when I would ask him a question. Does Macy's tell Gimbals? Does anybody know what that means now? So, not anymore. Um, but... Yeah, the, it was ruined because a a libert Sears was ruined, I should say, because a libertarian inflicted his libertarian ideology on on it and destroyed it. Like anywhere that well, I mean, libertarianism is is nothing. It's a fantasy. It doesn't exist except where. You uh, have idiots who inflict it on on the on people, and um, and let's see. Hold on, libertarian Sears. Let's see what happens. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Libertarian. Uh, how? I'm asking the AI. Libertarian ruined. Sears. If you don't know this story, it's pretty goddamn telling. <laughs> or it's a good example. Yeah, Anne Rand kills Sears. This is from Salon. This is years ago, 2013. So you might not have known about it. So. It says, Eddie Lampert, the legendary hedge fund manager, was once hailed as the Steve Jobs of the investment world and the second coming of Warren Buffett. These days, he claims the number two spot on the Forbes list. He has destroyed Sears, the iconic retail giant founded in 1886, which used to be known as the place where America shops. America now avoids Sears at all costs, thanks largely to Mr. Lampert and his love of twisted economic logic. A bit of background, Lampert cut his teeth on Wall Street at the risk arbitrage desk of Goldman Sachs under Rub Robert Rubin. Okay, blah, 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 who cares? You might say Lampert is the distillation of the fervent market worship and wrong-headed economic approaches that came to dominate the U.S. in the 1980s. All right. Looking at what Lampert has done to Sears, actually, you know what I'll do? This is, I don't want to read the whole article. I'm going to tell the AI to summarize it. Summarize this. Mofo. Okay, it says that Eddie Lampert, the former CEO and chairman of Sears, attempted to create the Ayn Rand model of a giant firm at Sears. Lampert is a libertarian and a fan of Ayn Rand and her philosophy of laissez-faire egotism, which we is basically the opposite of humanity. He set out to create a radical restructuring of the company, which had been tried at giant industrial conglomerates like GE, but never with a retailer. Lampert's focus on data and numbers, short-term profits and competition between different units within the company hurt Sears' long-term prospects 
and contributed to its decline. The article from Forbes argues that Lampert's management style was based on competition within teams, which led to infighting and lack of cooperation. It's just basically a microcosm of what they do to humanity. And uh, they turn people against each other as if that's supposed to bring out the best in you. No, that's not how human beings are created. We're not made to be, you know, we're made to, um, to, I mean, I, I just thinking about we're well, well, I can't even finish a sentence. What the hell? Uh, we're made to cooperate, right? Alone, we can survive perhaps, but together we thrive, I think, right? Isn't that how we were created? In fact, I was listening to some podcast about, I love this one of the podcasts. I love the History Hit Network podcasts. And one of the podcasts is called The Ancients. And they were discussing how to survive uh, the Ice Age or whatever. And, they, and the, the historian was talking about how the, our early ancestors, not even before they were Homo sapiens, had to, uh, how did they ever survive in, uh, in the cold Arctic, Arctic, uh, places where people shouldn't exist. And, you know, they did it through cooperation and they, they were discussing, uh, how they, of course, uh, would hunt woolly mammoths, which is, you know, you couldn't do that on your own and how you, the entire community had to cooperate too. Uh, and of course it's all speculation, but there's no way that one rugged individual would take down a willy mammoth. They had to work together because what did, what do humans have? And they did it with, with spears and, um, you know, not really, um, much else except their wits and cooperation. So, and in fact, because he was saying there's a there is a myth that they um, early humans would push woolly mammoths off a cliff to to hunt them, and that's been debunked. So it's all right, whatever. You hear what I'm saying? Um, Republicans. Let's get back to what we're I mean, really what we're trying to say in many different ways is that they're unfit. They are anti-human. In fact, one of the things that they were saying about this chaos in the house that they're creating is that it's um, not only is it the Democrats' fault, but it's also because they are a bunch of rugged individuals. This is, I suppose, a talking point they've all kind of agreed to glom onto, whether one of them heard, overheard the other doing a, a Fox News hit. They're like, yeah, I like that. Rugged individual. We're all rugged individuals. You know, the fact that Hakeem Jeffries can wrangle all those Democrats into voting in, uh, in, on a, in a block, that's a bad thing. That's supposed to be bad because what they're saying is Democrats, um, they all think alike. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, think alike in the way that we want a functioning society and it, we need a functioning government, right? They want, what do they want? If you're so rugged individual, get the hell out. Go into the woods like the Unabomber. 
right? Go away. You, if you want to be such a rugged individual, why are you here? Why are you here in our civilization? Sucking on everyone else's work and our goodwill. I, I, that, I, don't, I just don't ever get that. You're such a, I mean, this, it's the whole thing it is, it's because they're freaking hypocrites to the, from the, to the bone marrow, for Christ's sakes. Everything they talk about, they are, they're hypocrites. They're rugged individuals. Try being a rugged individual in the Republican Party, and they got something for you, and it's not a birthday cake. They they got death threats for you. They got intimidation. They got nothing, really, except, you know, get in line. Get in line or get out. And the fact is, the Democrats, oh, well, they all vote in, and they're voting. First of all, the Republican, I mean, Democrats aren't a uh, monolithic group. They're more in representative of the diversity of the American people. But we're not idiots, you know. We... If uh, if there are um, in a crisis, we're not going to um, you know try to eat our own. So it's uh, you know we know what we're doing. We know how to govern, and Democrat. And besides that, Democrats want to govern. You know what the hell? Wouldn't why would you send people to government who hate government? Unless you hate government too. And this is why it's so unbearable because they are, you know, they, it's um, another way of saying they, they hate America, you know, because what is America? What the hell is America when you're, when it comes down to it? Is it the stars and eagles on your shirt? Is that what America is? You know, they, they love the symbols of America because the substance is very confusing to them. Like everything else. I can't even, I mean, I know this is the part of the problem. Why having a, not having a weekday show is that there's so much to to talk about. There's so much to catch up on and it all, it's all trying to come out of my mouth at the same time. So to open the government until Wait, here's uh here's what I'm talking about with the guy talking about is conducting the business. Um, you know, why it's good. The chaos is good. Well, Patrick McHenry is the uh, speaker pro tem, and he is uh, arranging things to move forward. Uh, the speaker nominee is Jim Jordan, and that's who are, is conducting the business of the House. I was listening to your other, other members there. Um, this, is, uh, this is disruptive in a way. But Republicans, our greatest uh, asset is our individualism, our rugged individualism. <laughs> and here we're seeing sometimes our greatest challenge is our individualism. Um, this was all started by one individual who seemingly loves the limelight and everything he can squeeze out of it. And sadly enough, it's it's put us in um, a bit of a, a bit of a quandary right a now. A rugged individual. It is being funded right there, by the way, by one of your... That's our, our greatest asset, is our rugged individualism. I mean, they're... I don't know. I guess if you want to... You know, make it easy on the late night comics to come up with material. Yeah, you could call yourselves rugged individuals. 
And um, I think one of the things that uh, that when um, we did, Robin and I did the, uh, you know, we covered for Mike Malloy, we were discussing how, of course, they're all going on, you know, they can't say the name Democratic Party, which drives me up a wall. You, know, you see what I'm saying? You know, where's your individualism? Where's your ability to want to govern? You know, when you, when, if you want to be a sincere partner, you, it would start by calling people by their names. So, you know, you want to pretend that everything is the fault of the Democrats. Well, try calling Democrats by their names. You know, just, I mean, it's, well, whatever. All right, let's keep moving on. What was I going to say? There's a lot of good news in, in um, of course, every single day that, you know, uh, we get closer to Trump dying in jail or prison, which, uh, you know, I'll take either or. That's pretty good. That's the good news we want to hear. But um, I'm tr uh, the reason I'm hemming and hawing here because I'm trying to I'm going through my articles. I don't know where I I have. Um, I'm debating with myself whether to just dive right in with this perjury trader Green. Um, the other man, eh, what the hell, right? The other day, a friend of mine, we were texting, watching the Republican shit show happen. And she said to me, I haven't heard from uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene lately. Where is she? I'm like, are you kidding me? Mercilessly for you, I suppose, you haven't heard from her. But she never shuts the F up. And, of course, she is a moron, right? So let's discuss. Uh, let's bring some receipts to the forefront. First of all, this is, the, it's very comical to me. It, it made me laugh to what, I guess that's, that's good, you know, because a lot of times I think yeah, the, the, the clown show would be funny if they weren't so dangerous. And maybe I'm laughing more at it because they're, they're being exposed more. I have to, I really have to assume, I don't know, I, don't, I live in New York, so I live in this bubble of basically normal people. You know, there are some Republicans here, of course, but they're not as, well, not all. I mean, you got to go to Staten Island for that shit, but they, uh, so may, I might be in a bubble, and I, but I have to assume that the rest of the, country, the normal people, the semi-normal people must be sick of them, sick of the clown show. And it, and how obvious it is that they're out of their league, that they're, that they have no business being in Congress. Wait, hold on a second. Oh yeah. For example, what I was going to say, I think I, I breezed over is that there's bipartisan agreement that Republicans don't deserve to govern. Like, here's from the Daily Kos. It says, uh, Jim Banks of Indiana sounded particularly agitated on Thursday as he pushed back on the proposal to enlist bipartisan support for granting more powers to Speaker Pro Tem 
temporary, whatever, Patrick McHenry, um, who's more or less a pace, placeholder. What they're doing right now is walking the Republicans off the plank, Banks said, decrying the effort. We don't deserve the majority if we go along with a plan to give Democrats control over the House. And uh, it's a giant betrayal to our Republican voters. Yes, uh, the writer says, ah, yes, they don't deserve the majority, but not because they're simultaneously incapable of nominating their own leader and unwilling to seek Democratic help to fill the essential position. The best thing they could do, and this is me talking, not the article, is come up with some power-sharing agreement with the Democrats, and then they might seem somewhat you know, worthy of their, of being, uh, representatives of being in Congress, right? That's what I think. It might prove to all their skeptics that they had, they, that, that they actually do want to govern because right now they're not governing. They can't, but this is it. This is really the, um, extreme of them, of them hitting bottom they, they it had to get to this point just like it had to get to the point where they elected an outright con man to be their standard bearer you understand you know what i'm saying because the their entire platform if they i mean i'm just looking for a word their enti- but their enti- entire agenda is a con they've it's always been a con there is no trickle down. What is trickle down? It's a con. What is, you know, uh, whatever, what else? Uh, well, I guess that's their major thing, but everything that they've ever proposed is all bullshit. It's bullshit. It's all a show. And all they do is, uh, is wait, you know, when the Democrats get back in power, the Democrats pass legislation and then for the rest of the time, the Republicans sit on the sidelines and throw stones and throw and and roll it back and and make it suck, right? Like for example, during the second near Republican Great Depression in a hundred years, when we were on the brink. Now it's called the Great Recession, right? But it was, we were on the brink of a depression. And they, of course, the Democrats, hold on a second, I'll be right back. I gotta get smoother there. I'm out of practice for a week here, yeah, so. Um, so the, the, the um, rescue plan that the Democrats put forward w- was a... Uh, an actual real plan to help people. And what did the Republicans do? And then I, oh, it, it always drove me up a wall because Obama was constantly, you know, reaching across the aisle to these morons who don't have, they don't want to govern. And he reached across the aisle and he put all this horrible Republican ideas into the, into the rescue plan. Like what? Like tax cuts for the rich, right? That's what they did. So every and other forms of tax cuts, which are, uh, as we know, because we have the data, 
the that tax uh, tax breaks don't do a damn thing. They don't they don't pay for themselves, as Republicans have been telling us since they uh, you know whatever since they came up with that talking point. There is no trickle down. Tax cuts don't pay for themselves. It doesn't uh, make the entire country economically vibrant and upwardly mobile to funnel money into the hands of the rich. But that's what Republicans did in the in the rescue plan because they're not they're not trying to rescue anything. They're trying to pretend that they that their ideas have any merit that their ideas work and they don't like the like uh Sears for example you know you can sure you can write a bunch of shitty books about atlas shrugged oh i'm uh, yeah you're so put upon you're going to shrug i wish they would already shrug off for christ's sakes but you can write a bunch of shitty books but in reality you're going to end up like Anne Rand, who herself took Socialist Security and Medicare after spending a lifetime of vilifying people who did. So, uh, And that is the Republican Party in a nutshell. Hypocrites, incapable of governing, and they want all the benefits of civilization, all the benefits that Democrats, that liberals, progressives, normal people, provided fought fought these conservatives to 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 make uh, into to bring to reality to bring to fruition they want that you know it's like the pre-existing conditions protections and uh, all of the the provisions of obamacare that republicans cry about oh they hate obamacare but they want they love all the the actual policy in Obamacare, you know? Now, never ever come for their pre-existing condition protections. Well, who the hell, you know, who who gave you that? Obama. You know, and they don't even have the courtesy, the manners, the maturity to say thanks. And not just Obama, of course, Nancy Pelosi and others, the Democrats. What do they do to Nancy Pelosi? Thank you. Though, how do they thank Nancy Pelosi for allowing these these ingrates for fighting for fighting the idiots that the ingrates send to Congress for fighting them? You know, uh, to, so they can help the 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 morons who continue to slit their own throats, right? To get their diabetes medicine and not be penalized for pre-existing conditions, not get kicked off their health insurance because they, they need it, right? They, what, what, what do they get for thanks? They get a big joke. when they're, They get uh, uh, an idiot breaking into N- uh, Nancy Pelosi's house and almost murdering her husband, and then a big joke. These idiots making jokes about it. Uh, right? So much for gratitude. But I'm so, oh, God, it's, it's they're, they're just absolutely sickening. And thank you, Pookie's mama, Irene, for your super chat. Oh, my God, yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right, let me see. Where, 
Well, I was going to go to the perjury trader green. Let's let's go there. Why not? This is terror buster, right? We can we jump all over the place. It's it's incredible. I got a few things on deck for tonight. Perjury. Tra let's start with perjury trader green because she's just a vile, horrible person, and 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 is emblematic of everything we're talking about: a hypocrite, an ignoramus. An unfit performance artist who it's almost unfathomable why anybody would send her anywhere to represent them. I wouldn't send her to go pick me up a box of tampons. You know what I mean? I wouldn't send her anywhere. I wouldn't send her to, uh, you know, I couldn't trust her to make me a goddamn scrambled egg. You're going to trust her? To, to to represent you in Congress? Forget it. Forget about it. So, for example, um, where do I begin? Where is it? Oh, here. This is what really made me laugh. Marjorie Taylor Greene wonders why the judge doesn't slap a gag order on a bicyclic... <laughs> why can't I talk? Bicyclist... How do you say that? Why why can't I talk like that now? I ride a bike. Bicyclist. Why can't I talk? Cyclist? I can say that. That's better. A cyclist. Bicyclist. Is that a word? Bicyclic? I, I can't talk. I can't say that word. It's not coming out of my mouth. Cyc cyclist. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm probably losing. That's why I'm losing patrons right there. Well, let's, I guess... When when you hear this clip, you're gonna you're gonna beg me to s try to s say cyclist again. Oh, I said it. It's bicyclic. I can't say. You want to know what's dangerous? They yes. have called President Trump Hitler and called him Nazi. They've called me Nazi. They, <laughs> someone drove by their bicycle today outside the courtroom and called me a fascist. They call us names all the time. <gasps> Why isn't their speech being gagged? Why what isn't their speech being bag. censored? Why idiot. isn't their speech being weighed in the public court of opinion and Why weighed in courtrooms it? as being disparaging and inflammatory and inciting violence are against people? Are you a people? moron? Yes. Yes, you are. Somebody drove by or rode by on their bicycle and called her a fascist. Can you believe it? She really has an inflated view of herself. And another clip I'm going to play um, is, uh, we'll talk about it in a minute, but how, I'm sure you, you might have seen it, there were peaceful protesters at the Capitol um, who, they were Jewish or Israeli people um, protesting the, the bombing of the Gaza Strip. And they were singing and, you know, peacefully protesting, trying to petition the government, to their representatives, uh, to draw light, to bring light to this issue and to get them to, um, to call a ceasefire, basically. That's what the, that's what they were asking for. And, you know, there wasn't a, a, a gallows in the bunch, no bear spray, no zip ties, no one defecated in the halls. No, no, they sang. 
very, very uh, nicely, uh, very beautifully. It was touching, really. And she was very upset she said, because they were, um, according to her, some of them were flipping her the bird. And she was really upset by that, uh, which, I mean, the, it's, it just goes to show you how much they think that, I mean, they're, I mean, why are you in Congress? You're upset somebody flip you the bird? Try walking in Michelle Obama's shoes for a minute, right? Try walking in any Democrat's shoes. Try walking in Ilan Omar's shoes, the way these monsters incite violence against. Do you want to talk about inciting violence? These people have to walk around with, with um, security, how about Fonnie Willis? All of the, the, anyone who's coming for Trump, you know, who, the long arm of the law is finally tapping the con man on his shoulder. And our, uh, in our system of government, that's actually a good thing with that. No one is above the law, but Republicans, they're, they're unleashing their their violent mob on whoever, you know, who I think I'm just uh, looking it up because Trump, in fact, doxed Letitia James. Oopsie, he said it was an accident. You how many how many believe that they want the uh, anyone they they want people to be intimidated and scared. So you, this is fascism. Hold on. But I, I love how Perjury Trader Green is. She's so clueless. They called me a fascist. How, how can they call me, me of all people, a fascist? I don't even like gazpacho. I don't drink gazpacho or whatever you do with that. How can I be a fascist? They they know nothing, and as evidenced by the fact that they call everybody now Republicans. As you've noticed, I'm sure Trump, perjury trader Green, especially because she's a, she's an a, a sep- exceptionally stupid person, legally and peacefully. She calls everyone fascist now. You know, it's because I know you are, but what am I? I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. That's the Republican motto, right? You know, I know they like to say they're rugged individuals. They are, they're, and they're not, of course. They're overgrown toddlers who think they're in, I guess, the schoolyard. That's, that's all it's about. That's why they don't want to govern because they it's a performance they like the perks of the job and in fact i was i was on um, reddit and i saw this picture i should have grabbed it now that i'm talking about it but it was a picture of george santos which is another case in point why the hell is he still in congress why is there a george santos in congress right that says everything. You could say, you know, what you will about the Democrats, but a George Santos, he'd be gone already. 
and you know it. And I would, I, I, let me see if I can find this picture. Well, I'm not going to try too hard. It's a picture. I'll just describe it. It's a picture of George Santos. He's sitting at his desk in the office where that he doesn't deserve being in, in the halls of Congress. Uh, and he's pretending to work. You know, it looks, he's got a very serious look on his face. But if you, when um, the picture is taken, pulled way back, and you can see his entire office is filled with ring lights and cameras. Okay? That's all. That's all, folks. He's playing at being a congressman. And he wants everybody to know it. How do you, I mean, if a, if a con man plays at being a congressman and nobody sees it, does it really count? So he's got to get that out there for the dumbasses. And he will lose the next election. There is no doubt. But he's in this, he's staying in the race, of course, because he wants that money. He's never made so much money in his life. And now, as we know by the superseding indictments, he was, he, he will he have access to people's credit cards? If you are stupid enough to give George Santos your credit card, uh, honestly, you get what you deserve, right? But this is who they are. The Republicans, they'll, they'll give money to people like George Santos because they think... I mean, when I think about it, you know, I try to unpack them and do do my Psych 101 analysis on them. Well, 201 analysis. And I think that they, they're, they're doing it, you know, just to, for the, for the attention, for the money, for the power, you know. And wait, hold on. You guys are distracting me. Who's in there? Who's in the chat? Diva cups? You're talking about uh, tampons and stuff in there? Anyway, all right. Yes, Ed the second on the chat, such a snowflake. He's talking about perjury trader green. Well, it gets worse. I, I just found that incredibly funny, of course. They called me a fascist. You want to know what's dangerous? It's dangerous. They have called President Trump Hitler and That's called dangerous? him Nazi. How is that dangerous? They called him Nazi because he hung out. He's a Nazi. Nazis are very... What's dangerous is calling Nazis very fine people. What's dangerous is having dinner with an avowed Nazi. And beyond that, um, Perjury Trader Green had... Not only has she had dinner with Nick Fuentes. Remember um, when she first got to Congress, Perjury Trader Green spoke at an event founded by Nick or whatever. It wasn't just, it was his event. He organized it. And she spoke at this event. And it came out that she received backlash, some criticism, and she said, I didn't know who he was. Let me see. Well, she just spoke at another event that was founded or organized by, by Nick Fuentes last week. Nick Fuentes. U-E-N-T-E-S. 
Marjorie. I'm just looking at Marjorie. Marjorie Taylor. If I never hear that name again, it'll be too soon, right? My God. What did we do to deserve this? Yes. Let's see. Nick Fuentes, Marjorie. Tr I'm just looking it up. If I had, I think I have a clip of it actually. Yeah, here it is. Do you know what it's like to be canceled? And that's why I'm here to talk to you tonight. I don't believe anyone should be canceled. Cancel. I don't believe in Cancel. I don't believe in separating people and identities. Don't? I don't believe in separating people and classes. But that's what the Democrats believe in because that's what Marxism is. That's what <laughs> communism is. Is that what it is? Tell me. Describe it. Give me a definition. Give me this elevator speech. Perjury. It's fascism. It's communism. That's they use it interchangeably. That's what it is. It's everybody the same. Like in the when they're voting, they all vote the same instead of us. We're not. We're free because we're in a absolute and utter chaos and can't fucking organize lunch, much less a modern nation. They could. I wouldn't even trust them to organize a lunch. They wouldn't be able to do it. Yes, so Fuentes, Green has spoken at events organized by Nick Fuentes, including the America First Political Action Committee, which means Nazism, and America Last, America Hate America, and Turn America into an Authoritarian Dictatorship. That's what it is. He's openly said it. And one of the issues, I mean, we know how the corporate media sucks, but they they criticized, of course, Trump when he had dinner with Nick Fuentes but because he's a, an avowed anti-Semite. That, yeah, that's only one aspect of his um, filthy Republican personality. The other aspects, uh, or whatever he his ideology that he spreads is the destruction of democracy. And he openly talks about it, that we need one more election and we'll get Trump in and then we'll cancel all elections. That's, it's not even a secret. That to me is as dangerous. You know, the anti-Semitism is just another symptom of a bigger issue. I mean, he's just a Nazi. He's a Nazi. He's a fascist. Green has spoken at events organized by Fuentes, including the America First Political Action Conference. She's employed a web and graphics designer who co collaborated with Fuentes and received money from Fuentes for her, her scummy squatting in the in the Congress campaign. Green has downplayed her association with Fuentes and his views, claiming that she did not know. Right, that's all, that's the Republicans, you see? They're 
they they are like babes in the woods just little swaddling babes who uh, like a leaf in the wind they get batted around from nazi event to nazi event it's not no fault of their own where whenever the wind blows they find themselves next to a nazi and someone's taking a photo they're over here with a nazi they're over there everywhere a nazi it's all it's just all a big mix up they have nazis at maramoron they even they had an event last week at that roach motel down there and there was a Nazi. They had a Nazi on the bill. They're not even hiding it anymore. Well, sometimes they try to hide it. Other times they're like, Nazis are great. They're very fine people. I was allowed to believe. That's what she said, right? I allowed to believe things. That's another of Perjury Trader Green's greatest hits I when she apologized for the Jewish space lasers and whatnot you know they backtrack take no responsibility Marge what can I type allowed I'm trying to find this I gotta get these clips on a better system so I can find them immediately. Damn it. There's so many other clips that I'm I'm running across that I want to play, but <laughs> like Perjury Trader Green doesn't believe in evolution. Perjury Trader Green says the COVID virus is a bioweapon. Perjury Trader Green believes that January 6th was a trap deployed by the FBI to trick people into committing crimes <laughs> and to frame Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, no, we're just trying to get universal health care, bitch. You know, we don't got time to frame the con man for crimes he's already committing. Serially, for, since the day his bitch mother inflicted him on this world. I hope she regretted it. But yeah, he's done more damage than... I can't even think. Than any, any human being, probably. How many, how many human beings can boast killing over a million people? Helping to kill over a million people? Without apology, either. And then, how many... I mean human beings can boast that and then other assholes are going to vote for that that in itself should have been it for if you are you're a patriot if you're a patriot you don't vote for somebody that killed a, a million of your fellow Americans you say oh my god wait oh my god I just turned on a Julie Green video, who is a MAGA, a MAGA um, prophet. Okay, we'll get to that in a minute. 
Where are, well, I'm just trying to find you guys. Where's my my people? There we are. Okay. <laughs> Haiku. He left. Haiku has left the building. See ya. See ya. See ya soon. And nice to see ya. Mark. Mark C is here in the chat. Yes. Right. Mark C says, we might get lucky this time, but a smart Trump can be lurking out there. We, And we know how many Americans like to play footy with Nazis. It's true. That's the thing that terrifies me. The one, well, yeah, I guess it's only one um, saving grace of Trump is that he is such an inept moron. In fact, that's what Rom Mitt Romney's book, apparently, he just came out. And where where you been, Romney? Right, I guess he's he's supposed to be one of the good ones. But how um I would have to tell you that he voted for Trump. Did he vote for Trump two times? I'm sure he did. Mitt Romney's new book says Trump is not smart. He's not smart. It says. You just figured it out? He says that he initially vacillated on the subject of the con man's intelligence in, according to the, what the hell, the name of the book is Romney, A Reckoning. Kushner had once told Romney that his father-in-law was being a was being strategic by acting obscenely because it drew attention to his message and helped rally supporters to his side. It's like a roach motel. So does a fly strip. But I wouldn't base government policy on a fly strip. So does, you know, a corpse attracts maggots. But, you know, you know, you, you, you'd like to shoot higher. You want to attract the best, not death. But Romney eventually concluded that Trump's wildest cl claims weren't the product of some master scheme. Of course not but rather that he had the mind of a third grader. I think he's not smart. I mean, really not smart, Romney said of Trump at one point, according to the book. It's like, how is that possible for someone over the second or third grade to think like that? He said after Trump suggested that Americans inject themselves with bleach as a treatment for COVID-19 during a White House press briefing in the early days of the 2020 pandemic. Reckoning is based on a dozen dozens of interviews and blah blah blah. The the book also details a phone call Trump made to Romney after he announced his campaign for Senate in 2018. Trump endorsed Romney's bid at the time, despite Romney's criticisms. Um, Romney accepted the endorsement, but their relation relationship soon soured probably because Romney wasn't licking his balls fervently enough. On the call, Romney and a campaign aide sti stifled in laughter 
as Trump boasted about his follower count on Twitter and mixed up units of measurement in bragging about his administration's rollback of a public lands declaration in Utah. What a dirtbag. They rolled back public lands. Yeah, they stuck it, didn't it? Wasn't that? I don't even want to get into it because it's gonna we're gonna go down another rabbit hole. But this he took away um Native American land or something like that. And he's just a they're just a bunch of scum. He did it because he knew it was gonna annoy people. And it was good it's good, according to a con man who cares nothing except for greed, filling that rapacious gullet with money because he's a soulless parasite. That's it. You know, that's all a parasite thinks about. You know, leech, the only thing a leech dreams about is blood. That's Trump. The only, he's like a one-hit wonder. The only thing a, a dullard parasite in the form of a, a loosely form of a human dreams about is sucking money, putting money in that hole, that empty hollow well, that bottomless pit that will never be satiated because he's got nothing else going on. He's stupid. Everybody knows he's stupid. To know him is to know how stupid he is. Does anyone, uh, have you heard him? I don't, I haven't met him, but there's no great scheme happening. Oh, God. Well, look at who, speaking of attracting flies to a fly strip. Hold on a second, we'll be right back with more Perjury Trader Green. Yeah, that's not exactly a great, uh, (laughs) you know, enticement. So, yeah, so Perjury Trader Green dimly wonders why the judge doesn't slap a gag order on a cyclist who called her a fascist. I found that hilarious. Why aren't they, this, you know what's dangerous? You want to know what's dangerous? Yeah. They have called President Trump Hitler and oh called him Nazi. That's so They've dangerous. called me Nazi. They, someone drove it's by the It's not as bike. dangerous as some maggot breaking into Nancy Pelosi's house and almost murdering her husband. Oh, you know, you know what's dangerous? Stochastic terrorism. That's dangerous. You know, so, posting a picture of yourself next to the New York D- district attorney with a holding a baseball bat. That's pretty dangerous. Calling for death threats, calling for the, the head of the joint chiefs, chiefs of staff saying that it, he would be executed in other times. Executed for stopping the con man's coup or not going along with it. That's what's dangerous, perjury. ...today outside the courtroom and called me a fascist. <laughs> they call us names oh all God. the time. Why isn't their speech because being gagged? Why they're isn't not their... in court, you dumb bitch. They're not under indictment in four districts. There's no nine... They don't have 91 goddammit felony criminal indictments. You stupid troll. 
legally and peacefully. I mean, I'm sure you're a nice person. I don't want to get dinged on YouTube again for bullying. Did you know that happened? They shut the channel down for a week because I, I, and I, it was a video with Perjury Trader Green. They said I was bullying her. <laughs> well, they called me a fascist. Somebody must have reported it. That's probably what happened. Thank you, Stephen, for your super chat. Whatever Trump touched either died or was destroyed. Yes, very true. And thank you, Mark C., for your super chat. Don't ever forget, we are the majority. That is right. That's right. And we just, that's the whole thing, Mark, and all my, my friends on the chat, that this, what we're witnessing again, is the tyranny of the minority, the broken system. And it's broken because there's so many, because in, in the, when the Republicans get into the system, they, they fuck it up from the inside and they ensure that they'll never ever uh, be able to be challenged. And we, they gerrymander and they voter suppress and they they rig the system from the inside so we are effectively under the tyranny of the minority there is no uh for example jim jordan he is a shining example of the tyranny of the minority he shouldn't be he shouldn't be in power he is in a, a, such a ridiculously gerrymandered district that we can't do anything about it. If the, if all things were fair, Republicans would never hold power again. And they know that. but And they also have no decency. You would think, you know, someone with integrity... It's uh, they they know it's not about winning, right? It's not always about winning. It's about how you win. That's what you teach children. Sure, anybody can win, but you if you're playing a baseball game, you don't go out there and uh, grease the ball or trip your opponent or or, or mess up their gear just because you want to win. You. You play fairly and squarely, and then the the victory is legitimate, and you feel good about it. You say, "Oh, I won. Oh, that's great, wonderful." But with the Republicans and Trump and these billionaires and all the you know, they they rig the game. They they want the thumbs on the scale. It doesn't seem to bother them in the least. It's like George W. Bush being installed in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. Trump being installed in the White House despite receive, receiving fewer votes. Uh, Jim Jordan, he's got no integrity. You think you would, wouldn't you feel bad a little bit if you knew you were, you're basically cheating that, I mean, don't you have any self-worth? It's like what we talk about with um, with Uncle Clarence Thomas. Don't you have any... I know, getting tired of looking at MTG. Sorry, sorry Stephen. <laughs> I know, that's why I took her down. Um, but don't you have any, any self-respect? Like, 
um, like Uncle Clarence being kept as a pet by billionaires. When do you say, I'm sorry, yeah, I could take care of my own mother. I'm a grown-ass man with a good job. I don't need your money. Don't you have any decency? No, they don't. They, it doesn't matter. It's the, the ends justify the means. All right, so another here's um, Perjury Trader Green. She's very upset. You must have seen, or maybe you didn't, but now you're going to see it because I had to see it, so you got to see it. She, um, as you know, Republicans, another, their, um, what do you call it? You know, their motto is, I know you are, but what am I? And now everything's in insurrection with the Republicans when you are protesting, like the Tennessee Three, that's an insurrection to them. They, they want to, because they, they have nothing. They need people to be confused. They need to create false equivalencies so there's never any, any repercussions for their abhorrent actions. So there were protesters at the Capitol um, calling for a ceasefire. And let's see, where is it? Insurrection! Perjury Trader Green melts down over a peaceful pro-Palestinian protest. Let me see. I got. I have it. I know. You're going to see more of uh, Perjury Trader Green's head. I'm very sorry, but It is going to be played any minute right now. I, if, as soon as I fucking dig it up, here it is. What's happening on the third floor? What's happening? Her voice, too. Okay, so we have an insurrection Oops. happening in the Cannon Building. Oops. This is the march outside. The that was my phone. What is going on here? happening. Why isn't there anybody arresting them? I don't see any defecation in the hall. Okay, so we have an insurrection happening. In oh, the okay. Is that it? This is tell the us, march. Tell us, Perjury. You, you see, we need the, we need her to explain. Okay, so we have an insurrection happening. Right over here, if you look over my shoulder, you'll see the insurrection. Unfo- uh, I don't know. I saw January 6th. I didn't see anybody. I didn't see any members of Congress uh, being able to stand in the hall saying, all right, everybody, there's an insurrection happening right over here. I, I saw them running for their lives. I saw... All of them, even the ones that later on said that it was a peaceful tourist visit, they were there barricading the doors with the Secret Service with their guns out. Okay, everybody, right over here, over um, out this window, we have an insurrection happening. 
Okay, and then uh, over here on your left, you'll see a nice, um, have, uh, if you're hungry, there's some cheese sandwiches. That's uh, fine, okay. Uh, and over here, um, there's there's the bathroom where myself and that little bitch, Lauren Burbert, got into a screaming match. And right over here is, uh, oh, here's the hallway where George Santos screamed and yelled. Because that's what we do now in Congress, where we scream and yell and we cry about somebody calling us a fascist. And okay, outside the pro-Palestinian march. That's an insurrection. Going on outside. Go outside. We have this happening inside we of our. We do. Show. Oh my God. I'm going to take you guys down oh, so thank you can you. see what's happening oh. on the third floor. Turn the camera around, please. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. An insurrection. Literally, they've come in and taken over. Oh, shit. Hold on. They've come in and taken over. And then she's she's walking over there. Oh, it looks like... Peaceful protesters singing. I don't see any cops being dragged down and insurrectionists saying, get his gun, shoot him with his own gun. And the cop crying, I have kids. How come I don't see that? That's usually what happens in an insurrection. I don't see any cops being smushed between in a door or tear gassed or zapped with cattle prods. I see a bunch of media people standing there, unlike the January 6th insurrection where the traders were smashing me- the media equipment because they hate, they hate freedom and democracy. They hate free speech. They hate the First Amendment unless they can call somebody the N-word. Or, or uh, you know, misgender someone, or unless they can act like racist as racist as they are, they can let their bigotry out for for air, and it's all pent up. But they want to be able to scream all their their bile without the rest of society, the normal society, having re- having a reaction to it. No consequences, you see. That's what they mean by the party of personal responsibility. Like babies, they they want no consequences. Yeah, they want they want everything. They want all the benefits of civilization. They want none of the responsibilities. They want to. They want all the. You know. Uh, they want. They just don't ever want to change. They don't want anybody expecting them to act like adults to grow up you know isn't it hard to grow up it is that's why they call grow it growing pains things are required of you sometimes you don't want to adult they don't want to adult they they hate adulting they just want all the benefits of it they want the nice cushy salaries they don't want the stress like perjury trader green, like George Santos. He doesn't want to have stress about having to find a real job. 
That's another thing that was driving me up a wall with the corporate media. They kept talking about this freaking Jim Jordan vote as if it was, you know, Steve Kornacki at the big board talking about the number. It's all a numbers game. And one of the things they kept saying was, well, this this maggot moron, well, he's he's in a safe district. So, uh, and it's solid Trump. And but this one, he's in a Biden district, and he's got he's afraid for his job, and they're they're gonna get primaried, and they're all, and you might understand why he will vote for Jim Jordan because he's afraid of losing his job, and that should be that's the the primary consideration. That's normal, according to the corporate media, when it should be um, the fact that Jim Jordan's an insurrectionist and people who vote for him should be ashamed of themselves. And the, it's, not a, it's not a numbers game. And reducing it simply to a numbers game is doing the American people a massive disservice. It's like almost as if it's business as usual. It's This is normal. Oh, he's got to just take a vote over here, take a vote over there, count those numbers up, and boo, voila, we have a new speaker of the House. And it's nothing to be alarmed about that he is an avowed, he's an avowed insurrectionist that would not even answer the question, was Joe Biden legitimately elected? They asked him that in the so-called Republican family meeting. One of the so-called normal Republicans, he's not normal, there are no normal Republicans, but they, that's what they're saying. They call them moderates. There are no moderate Republicans. They're all, uh, they're all abhorrent in a cult. If you voted for Trump, you're not a moderate. You're part of the problem. You're an insurrectionist. But anyway, uh, they asked Jordan, was Joe Biden legitimately elected? And he would not answer. He refused. Because, you know, they're so strong, too, in there. They're rugged individuals in there. They're, you know, uh, showing us all how to be men. Men are men, and women are women, and, you know, you got to be strong. Be an individual. Uh, yeah, so he's an avowed insurrectionist who's never done anything in Congress. He's never passed a bill. He's voted against the farm bill. That's one of his claim to fame all the time, meaning that, you know, he sent American children to bed hungry. And he'll do it again. And they're coming for Social Security. That's another thing they touted as a selling point. <laughs> you know? How much do you have to hate yourself to vote Republican? Okay, well, perjury trader Green keeps going. Of course they know what they're doing. Right? I found that funny. They always know what they're doing. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. That's a bad thing, according to Republicans. Uh, yes, uh, this is where we have all our, uh, this is where the media is, and 
They know what they're... Is she saying that the protesters know what they're doing? They always know what they're doing. Well, that's a good thing, to know what you're doing, dumb bitch. I don't see any of these people um, screaming into somebody's mail slot. Uh, this, uh, what's even more disgraceful is, is, you know, that's somebody's mother. Same thing with Lauren Boebert. We talk about the family. Behave yourself. These poor children. No, and they're all screwed up. It's like, wait, wait, wait till Perjury Trader Green's children grow up. We'll see what they think. We'll have to see. You know, it's like um, alternative facts lady. Her child, her 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 uh, her daughter is a normal person and not uh, apparently, you know, had her struggles because, uh, not that we don't have struggles growing up, but her mother was a, and is a piece of work. Of course they know what they're doing. Of course they do. They always they? know what they're doing. They always know what they're doing. Isn't that terrible? Oh, it's good. It says ceasefire. So I think it goes on. It go, let me see. There's more. I, didn't, I wasn't able to grab the whole thing because it was already 9.15. So let me play some of it off of her her feed. Hold on. So, the yeah, it's nice. It's people just singing and chanting. <laughs> And then she goes out. I guess she doesn't. She sees that it's not getting uh, the bang for the buck that she wants. So she goes a bit, uh, out on the porch there on the or on the stairs. She's fire now. They're chanting. She gets very upset that they're giving her the finger. I guess she's just, you know, see the insurrection there? People just walking through without, they're not running, there's no violence, no tear gas. I don't see any tear gas. Now she gets upset. Shame, they're saying to her. Oh, and that's the end of the progressive voices part of the show. Sorry about that. I didn't time that pretty well, but... Perjury Trader Green gets very upset that they're saying they're calling her, they're giving her the bird, and she's like, me, me, of all people, a member of Congress. Can you believe it? No, I can't believe you're a member of Congress. All right, we will win. Thank you for 
hanging out. Thank you for your support. Thank you, Charlie, from APS Radio News. We stick together, we win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. Go to youtube.com slash c for channel slash tarabuster. And watch the fucking show. I was going to say, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm slipping tonight. I am slipping. We see you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I know. I feel like I gotta wash my eyes out with soap. I just want to... I should have cut this down. Sorry, guys. I wanted to get to the point where she's like, they're they're giving me the finger and they want peace. See, this is because Republicans, you know, and the truth, they don't exactly mix. She's she's saying this these are pro Palestinians, they're pro they're pro Hamas. Is is that what they're saying? We're pro Hamas. They're saying ceasefire now. But of course, perjury trader green has to lie, has to foment bullshit. Because she's not getting what she wants, you know. She's showing this uh, this protest and. It's not an insurrection. She's like, ah, come on, guys. There's an insurrection happening. There's no insurrection. We see it for ourselves, perjury. Um, and so she has to go on and uh, double down and start saying that, oh, they hate Israel. They want, they, they are, they're Jewish. This is, this is a, a Jewish group saying ceasefire now. It's not about they hate Israel. They love Israel. They're just concerned about genocide. They're pro-Hamas. Yeah, you must be if you say ceasefire. You gotta be for the terrorists. See their signs? No, we can't see their signs, bitch, because you're far away. See their signs? That's another thing. I, You guys know it gets on my nerves in general about Republicans, about the media, about they just throw shit out there. You see their signs? It's like nobody's ever seen. It's the worst. It's terrible. Well, tell us. What does it say? Trump does that all the time. They do it on corporate media. They ex they just assume or whatever, however they frame it. It's, um, it's, it's like they're assuming you know what they're talking about, but they, they, they're not explaining it. So it becomes a Rorschach test where you, the viewer or the listener, whoever project their own, you know, whatever they, their vision is on what they're saying. And that's designed purposefully. It's propaganda. 
But she can't help it. She's not thinking like that. This is who she is inside. So she's like, you see their signs? Well, no, we don't see them. Tell us what one says. Cease fire now? Cease fire now. Okay. Well, you, I'm just... I, that's the one I saw. But you didn't, you're not telling us. See, there's anybody see their signs on her live stream when she's very far away? Cease fire now. And they don't like me. They hate me. They're <laughs> shooting me birds, yelling at me. Yeah. Like any patriot would. Like any American, anyone who loves America, who loves humanity. Yeah, perjury, yeah. They're, she's very upset. They're shooting me birds. It's like that guy on the bicycle who called me, me, a fascist. And nobody gagged him. Can you believe it? There's no gag. How come there's no gag for the, the rando on the bicycle? He could just call me a fascist. How come no, there's no repercussions for him? You see how stupid these people are? Well, because perjury, we live in a free society. And somebody can ride a bicycle and call you a fascist. They can. You know, they can't, you know, sticks and stones. They can't get off that bicycle and punch you in the face. Because that's illegal. But they can say, hey, perjury trader green, you're a fascist, and drive ride their bike. And guess what? No no court in the land is gonna put a gag order on them because we're a free society. That's freedom. Uh, maybe there'll be repercussions. See, that's what they want. They they are so fascist, they can't help it. They would like a gag order, right, for people. They would like people to be afraid to say what they feel. They they want that chilling effect, but they also like there to be rear, re real um, consequences for... Uh, upsetting your betters like perjury trade green. ceasefire now what an insurrection they claim they're for peace but they're shooting me birds <laughs> oh I see Congress and they're, they're treating me this way <laughs> did you hear her they claim to be for peace, but they're shooting me birds. I'm a member of Congress, and they're treating me this way. My God. Well, perjury, as we say in the rooms, what did you do? What's your part? Right? They're shooting me birds. I'm a member of Congress. They claim to be for peace. But they're shooting me birds. Oh, the humanity. I've never seen anything so... So uh, vile. So I, I've never seen an insurrection like this. I, no, really, I've never seen an insurrection like this because it's not an insurrection. It's some 
thin-skinned snowflake who shouldn't be anywhere near the halls of Congress right now. Where should she be? She should be at the CrossFit gym in Georgia. That's where she belongs. She shouldn't be standing on the, on the steps of the Capitol watching people with a phone. And we're paying her for this? Get back to work, bitch. But we don't want her to get to work because when Republicans get to work, they what do they do? They they uh, attack trans people and give more money. They they funnel more money into uh, the oligarchy to destroy democracy. But me, me, a member of Congress. Can you believe it? They pretend to be for peace. Can you believe it? And they flip me the bird. These are pro-Palestinians. Claiming, claiming give back their stolen land. Land. Oh, God. Is that how you talk in Georgia? Land. Do people? That's not even an accent. Is that a real? Is that an accent that people share? Give back our land. It's like, oh God. It's like, it curls my toes. They want all the money for to go into Gaza so that it can be given to Hamas. That's it. That's what they're saying. I could see it. I could see the signs. It says, give all the money to Gaza so it can go right to Hamas. That's their agenda. You're right, perjury. Thank God you're there to, to run commentary. How come the Jewish space lasers aren't deployed? You better call your your friends in queue. Get those Jewish space. It's like in uh, Star Wars where they're sitting on that thing. They're like, meow. This is what's happening. This is the new movement. They claim they care about Palestinian lives, but this will be the next movement that will, will be violent. That will be violent. You'll You'll see. They're just winding up here by saying ceasefire now and singing. Without soon, you'll see soon the assault weapons will come out from wherever they're hiding. The morons will um, show up with their zip ties and bear sprays and cattle prods. Soon you'll see they're just pretending to be peaceful now. The soon the insurrection will begin. Unbelievable. I'm a member of Congress for peace, and they're treating me this way. <laughs> Can you hear her? She's really indignant. She's very upset. I, I, unbelievable. I'm a member of Congress for peace, she says, and they're treating me this way. Oh, my God. They're treating you this way? They're, are they in your fucking office screaming into your mail slot, you dumb bitch? Are they giving you death threats? Uh, you know, that's the other thing about Republicans that gets on my nerves besides everything else. And the corporate media, by the way. They always talk about how, well, the Republicans do. They say, we're getting death threats. And we never hear these death threats. 
give me the death threats. I would like to hear them. They're, oh, I got death threats. We hear Perjury Trader Green. She talks about it all the time. I got death threats. What, you did? You think if they got death threats, we wouldn't hear them? Of course we would. It's like we saw the death threats that Jim Jordan and all of his maggots were uh, here. Where is it? Death threats. That's their governing style, you see. And it's good that the the maggots didn't go. The, well, the other maggots, the so-called moderate maggots, didn't go for it. Several House Republicans who voted against Jim Jordan, blah, 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 are seething after threats have been made against them, their offices, and even their spouses, including one that a lawmaker called a credible death threat. The chaotic battle for the speaker, blah, blah, blah. This is, of course, as we know, Jim Jordan with, has withdrawn his, his attempt at... Uh, destroying America from the inside. Another, I mean, he's not giving up. It's just this route has been temporarily thwarted. But, yeah, I mean, Jim Jordan, he is, he's horrible. But uh, to me, you know, doesn't he, he looks like the death of a salesman got caught in the rain. They complain about Fetterman look at Jim Jordan and then how many how many yellow ties does he have is that the same tie he's just he's just disgusting he's always wearing that yellow tie it's not a good tie it's not it's not a good look Jim with a G and yeah of course the corporate media net is isn't um, pointing it out about how what a what an extremist Jim Jordan is, they just keep going to Kornacki and the big board. With the number that really got on my nerves. It's it's really a um, an example of how the how corporate media is part of the problem, but. So apparently when they went to a family meeting and the, the other thing, the family meeting, um, the stupid, whatever, the family of, it was like, you know, remember that movie Freaks from the 30s? We accept you, we accept you. That's the fa kind of family they're talking about. Gobble, 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 gobble. That's the family meeting. That's what it looked like. If you, you all you got to do is look at clips from freaks. We accept you. Um, uh, apparently, so they had a an initial family meeting before they, uh, the before the uh, death of a salesman, Jim Jordan, withdrew. Freaks movie, and um. The, apparently, the they were reporting that there were, of course, expletives. They were lunging at each other. They were uh, threatening each other. This is, you know, this is normal to them. 
threatening each other? Because they can't govern. It's all about violence. So when he couldn't get the votes, they unleashed their maggots on on the spouses of some of these other maggots, these so-called moderate maggots. So, good thing it didn't work. And, and in fact, if if it did, I I kept saying to myself and my cats because I was here by myself, and you know they were interested. So I said, if they go for, I mean, it's only um, encouraging this behavior if they fall for Jim Jordan's tactics. It, it's it will enable it, of course. And they understood the cats. They got, they got it. But let me see. Uh, unfortunately, right-wingers, they, they don't seem to catch on. This would never be a, a thing and unless Trump, you know, ran it out for, you know, put uh, what, what am I trying to say? He took it for a test drive. Violence as a tactic because they are an authoritarian cult at this point and this is what you do in in an authoritarian government you don't settle your differences legally and peacefully at the ballot box by any means necessary you settle your differences through violence through threats through intimidation Right? Am I wrong? What have I said that's wrong? No. We accept you. We accept you. All right, speaking of freaks, I'm looking at the time. The last thing we will show on the show tonight, it's been a few freaks tonight. This has been kind of a freak show. That's what I should have called the show. Not just the clown show, a freak show. But... Have you heard about the, I'm sure you have, the MAGA prophet, Julie Green? She's had another prediction. I'm about to do something that no eye has ever seen and no ear has ever heard. I am bringing back my David (laughs) in a way that has never clowns. been done before. Really? Not at the Don't look box? to your elections to save you. Mm. I have warned you of this before. I you have? will save you. You will? Many things will happen before this upcoming election. What? Like that will bring an insurrection? Much shock and awe. Prepare. Prepare this day. Because I will have my way. You will? Saith the Lord. (laughs) She just wraps it up. Saith the Lord. Now, I knew he wanted to speak. I never know exactly what he's going to say. Right. Uh, Except it's coming right out of your mouth. He wanted to speak. She's talking about God. That was God talking. That wasn't the MAGA bitch. It was God. 
and apparently God is upset because he wants his David and we interfered with that. His David is Trump. So these maggots, they call Trump his um, David, I guess, because I've heard these maggots say that before, that David, what, you know, King David in the Bible, he wasn't perfect either. You know, he was a he was a dirtbag, too. <laughs> I'm choking. <laughs> I'm choking on myself that he wasn't, uh, you know, he was a whoremonger or whatever. The hell, I don't know. Just like Trump. Was he a con man? Did he have a fake university? <coughs> I'm choking. Did he have a vitamin scam? Did he have a multi-level marketing vitamin scam? And so they call him Trump. But what, I mean, they call him David. She calls him David. And, uh, but the thing that's so funny, and I'm so sick of these, these religious fanatics. They, they need to be um marginalized with the rest of the right wingers because they're ridiculous now what gets on my nerves is that we're supposed to be respectful i guess of their of their delusions of their cloud being this is it's just an excuse to hate people and act like an asshole that's all if your cloud being was telling you to be a, a decent person, I'd, I'd be cool with it. Okay, whatever. You believe in a cloud being? But I'd still have to think and wonder about, uh, you know, your sanity in, a, in some form. But human beings are, that's, we are attracted to, I don't know, it's, it's, it's in us, you know, this drive for the spiritual. But I have my own opinions about it. Um, we've talked about it on the show. I, I believe, you know, whatever, we can get into it more another time in the interest of time. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's too, it's too much to get into now, but I, I believe, you know, my, well, you guys know I practice Buddhism and I practice with the SGI, which is the late Buddhist organization and blah, 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 whatever. Um, and I, uh, you know, my, my uh, ideology or my belief system has always been more uh, humanist. I was raised Catholic, uh, and I, to me, Buddhism just made sense. It was, it was common sense. You know, there's no God, and, uh, and that's one of the misconceptions. A lot of people who don't know anything about it is they think, Oh, you worship a boot. Like you have to worship a dude. Uh, and there's no, you know, and, uh, there's no God. There's no gatekeeper to your enlightenment. And I believe, um, spirituality is really the drive to connect is the, the drive to, you know, uh, be together. That's what I think. You know, we are, you know, e pluribus unum. Out of many, one. There's uh, nothing more Buddhist than that, really. So I believe that our screwed up earth, that the that our civilization, that society is so effed up because of the attachment and the the pre the prevalence of these erroneous teachings, these erroneous beliefs, like 
the one that this bitch is peddling. Not this bitch, that one. The one on the big, the one on the screen here. And uh, you know, Catholicism. The uh, even though I was I was raised Catholic, but any religion that teaches you that women are less than or there's some kind of hierarchy and a man is that there's some man in a dress and red shoes at the top is you know kind of to me missing the point and leading people astray especially uh you know now uh, where we shouldn't be, uh, uh, whatever, looking for some man to save us, some man on a cloud. And that's the whole thing with authoritarianism. That, that's why they, they want somebody to save them from having to have the responsibilities of democracy, the responsibilities of adulting, like we were talking about. Now, I'm not trying to put down, you know, Christians. I, I know Christians. I know some Christians, for real, who are real Christians, who believe in the teachings of that ancient socialist hippie who, you know, gave out free health care and hung around in the desert, being nice to people and teaching people. You know, he was a progressive, saying, I'm going to change the conservative belief of eye for an eye. Now it's uh, turn the other cheek. What's more progressive than that? Anyway, but there's all these charlatans, and obviously this woman is one of them, either that or she's insane. And none, none of those options would I don't, lead lead anyone who is themselves sane to want to follow her and believe her. But there are Republicans that actually believe this. And they think that Trump has been sent by God. How many times have we heard this shit? So Trump sent by God, but not Barack Obama, right? Not any Democrat. Not any Democrat. Uh, when when a Democrat gets in office, there it's somehow the devil has, is at work. And what is Demo What are Democrats doing except trying to make? I, I'm not saying all of them, and I'm not saying the system isn't broken by money. And there aren't uh, uh, what's his name Menendezes in the in the bunch. No, it's not, they're not all altruists, but in the Democratic Party, there are certainly more people who want to serve. Maybe they, uh, you know, get corrupted when they're in there. Maybe they're stuck in their ways. We know that money in politics is the root of all evil, but... I don't see anything, any right-wingers trying to alleviate suffering. I don't see any of them trying to make any American's burden just a little lighter. All I see, and maybe you can, if I'm wrong, you can point me in the right direction, but all I see are when Republicans get their way, they... They, they try to make it harder 
They try to make your life this blip of time that you're sharing with them. They try to make your life a little bit harder, less dignified, less freedom. And I'm not talking about the freedom to say the N-word without any repercussions, because that's what they... That, that's the kind of freedom Republicans are satisfied with. And that's what they've been taught to, to take. You know, forget the American dream. The American dream is now you can be an asshole without any repercussions. Instead of you can, you know, I mean, when you think about what makes this country or what, why would you be proud of a country? You know, what are the, what are the selling points that we, we educate each other? We have each other's backs. We don't leave people behind. You don't, you don't, you're not meant, you're not left starving in the streets. And like Paradou says in the chat, we'll trade democracy for N-word freedom. That's true. That's what it is. That's all they want. That's why they're being sold magic beans all the time. And as you saw when Trump was on the campaign trail, they, what did he promise the maggots? He promised, let's get this bitch's face off there, for this bitch's face. Um, but he promised them universal health care, right? He promised them their, their social security. He promised them the progressive policies. He said, everyone's going to get health care, and it's going to be free, and it's going to be great. It's, gonna, it's an easy deal. I'll make this deal. It's so simple. You'll see. So he was promising them universal health care. Everyone, you better not sell your house. Remember he told those sad sacks who ended up losing their jobs? Don't sell. In fact, buy, your ha buy a house. You better buy. You better double down. Take out a second mortgage, dumbasses, because it's going to be great here. And this, uh, it was some factory that is now closed. But they run on progressivism. They run on making people's lives better. But what, the, what do they do? Well, they make it worse. They kill people. They divide people. You know, talk about eight, uh, uh, a million Americans dead, and we still have other Americans that will vote for that? That in itself should be a disqualifier. How do you leave office with over a million dead and expect to uh, have any votes? Which, eh, it, gets go it goes to show you. Yes, they run on deception. Robin on the chat says that's the truth. They run on bullshit. And when they tell the truth, no one wants what they're, what they're selling. Like during the um, this this whatever this was this speaker battle, uh, the clown show, 
one of the right wingers that was touting Jim Jordan, one of the things he said, Jim Jordan wants to cut Social Security like it's a good thing. Hello? So when they tell the truth, people are like, are you kidding me? No, thank you. But apparently when they went into their, their family of uh, we accept you freaks and had their secret vote, and this is why Jim Jordan pulled out. Ooh, I don't even, that's kind of disgusting. Either, however you slice it. Um, they, uh, they, he got worried, he got, they, they had a secret ballot. And I guess Jim thought that everyone's, they're, they're too shy. Everyone wants to vote for me, but they don't want to, they don't want to admit it because they're such rugged individuals. But in the secret ballot, he, he lost even more votes. He was trounced without, uh, without mercy. I think he lost even more. I think it was like over 80, 80 more Republicans didn't vote for him, but it's all a secret ballot. So we don't know. And there, there you go. That's who they are. I mean, there's, a, there's so many other things I had on the, on deck tonight. Uh, but this week coming up should be a little less jam-packed as far as my schedule. So hopefully we'll have a show on Wednesday. Most likely I will do my best. And the only reason I'm wrapping up because I see we only have a minute and I don't really want to start anything at this time because we're running out of time. So if you can become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin, I will stop singing this song and thank you, Charlie, for allowing Tara Buster to be on your on your platform, APS Radio News. It is very much appreciated. And check out the other other independent media voices at APS Radio News. Charlie's a great guy. He supports the community cats. He supports Boudica. He loves Boudica, who is a very good girl. Oh my God, JD. I just saw that JD gave me a very generous one-off um, donation at the PayPal link. Thank you, JD. Damn, kid. JD, he can do things like that because he lives in England. He doesn't have to go on GoFundMe for health care. He doesn't have to beg on GoFundMe for um, health care. That's freedom, guys. I'm here to tell you. That's freedom. That's got to be, you know, that's what it feels like to be free, to not worry when you get sick, whether you have to declare an, a uniquely American medical bankruptcy. And thank you, Steve, on, on the... Um, I see your super chat. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> I hope you're not telling. I, I think you were talking about perjury, Trader Green, who is a definite. See you next Tuesday. All right, guys, guys, guys. I got more stuff. But we will win. We will. We'll get together during the week for another 
time of, I don't know, unpacking the what it's like living in the last days of the American Republic. Hopefully not the last days. If we can smash legally and peacefully Republicans into the trash bin where they belong, we might have a chance. In the meantime, remember, we will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. If you have anybody that can do shorts or whatever, let me know. And I will see you very soon. All right, my friends. Guys, guys, guys. Labor Party's going to get all the power back in you in the UK. I I got to I got to I I mean, I was just talking to a friend of mine right before the show whose parents were for from Norway and we were both discussing like what the f I think not his parents, his grandparents, like my situation cuz my grandparents came here, my grandmother specifically came here from Ireland. And, uh, yeah, my, and my grandfather, I never knew my grandfather though, cause he died young. He died in his fifties. So I never met him. And, but my grandmother, she wanted to come here. She should have stayed in Ireland. Damn it. That's what we were talking about. And he was saying, that he and his wife were considering going back to Norway because they can also get um, citizenship through their gra- through the grandparents, and I was like, I gotta do that too. If I was if I was only twenty years younger, that's how I feel. I wish I could. I wish I'd stop wishing too, but uh, it would be. I don't know if I fell in love with somebody from England. We got any English? people english lesbians out there that want to uh, adopt me <laughs> and my cats yeah terry says yep mine too terror from scotland i never met my grandfather man it's a shame i never met either of my grandfathers my other grandfather was a was an alcoholic who i never met because he died of the disease of addiction. So, all right, my friends. My cats are yelling. They're, they were in the bedroom. I put them in the bedroom. Now there's a mutiny happening. Booty's in the bedroom. Junior's in the bedroom, the producer. Ray Ray's in the bedroom. Francis, he stayed here because he was being good. Thank you, Stephen, for listening the whole time. I really appreciate it. Guys, guys, I really, really love you all. And um, one of these days, these CDs are coming down. I actually put a down payment on painting this goddamn room and getting rid of them. But it's been... Finding the date has been a challenge soon one one day soon we'll have i need to the whole place needs to be painted it's it's ridiculous that's another thing you see what i'm saying i got so much i need to do all right don't we all
thank you all, but let's all appreciate the the moment. I don't know. What am I? Philosopher now? I'm a philosopher? I'm just a me. I'm a, not a philosopher. I'm a podcaster here. That's all right, my friends. Love you. Let's hang out this week because what, uh, a whole week between shows is just too damn long. Like the rent is too damn high. Thank you for hanging out. And I will see you. See you guys. I love you. See you during the week.